Welcome to this episode of Tori 37, my year end in review. Now, we've had quite the year of 2020. Uh, it's been quite an interesting ride, um, I would say. From January to December, it's been, you know, one of those things that you just don't expect to happen. Um, all the things that have happened that have aligned for every one of us, I think it's been a different experience. For me personally, I think it was basically, like I said, the enlightening of January and basically seeing myself through where I wouldn't have before and understanding that I had what it takes to be successful in life. I don't just have to, you know, be a certain way or act a certain way. It's knowing that you can be successful, not being afraid to branch out from society's norms or even the norms of people that what they expect of you. I know that what I do now does make a difference for a lot of people. Um, the feedback that I get from people, uh, my friends, my family, and even strangers is great to me because for a while, like I've said before, I was lost into what I should actually do in life. And I've always loved helping people. And that's always been an important part of my life. And that's something that I want to continue to do in the future. Um, no matter where Tory 37 ends up, that's something that I'm completely focused on, always advocating for the little person because I am the little person. Um, it's been something of, I don't even know how I can explain it. You know, basically, as I've said before, coming home to yourself and understanding that, you know, what's inside needs to flourish on the outside too. You can't keep what you have as a gift away from people because it's not helping them with you just being, you know, stuck in the mundane world of what ifs and I could have or why didn't I? Yeah, the question is, why didn't you? What stopped you at that time? Should it have stopped you? Probably not. Um, I don't really go on the beat of anybody's drum. I basically go by my own and knowing me personally you would understand that the things that i do i do for a reason i try to be the best version of myself for others and even when i am not or i can't fulfill what i believe is perfection i try to at least you know give that 100 percent or good 90 90 you know depending um of what i have to give uh, i have lived in a world that's not always been perfect and it's probably never going to be perfect i don't think that exists for anybody and for those like i've said in the past if it does exist that's that's great but for the rest of us we have to live in the the aspect of knowing that what we're doing the foundation we're building for ourselves right now is what we're going to do going forward in life and that even starts with like your job if you're unhappy with your job you're going to leave your job at some point but you have to find the position that you know is going to help fulfill what you want to go want to go and do in your future part of your life a job's not just a job it's something that you want to build into a career and that's something that i believe in truly i don't believe that your job or your industry is what what how, what represents you I believe that you represent yourself and what you put out to the world is probably what you're going to receive back. Car karmic laws. 
you know, gravitation towards whatever you need to get. Manifestation. I, I like my job. I enjoy the people that I work with. Is it a career? No, it's not. But it's a career-based type situation where you can use the tools and aspects of what I do to basically go forward in a position in the hospital because I needed experience in the medical field in order to apply to 90% of what's there. Coming from a food industry, um, that that's a totally different situation. And while there's leadership roles in that, it's not always the same and it's not to be looked at the same. You have to look at how that is. You're working with the public in both situations. In every situation I've ever worked in, I've always worked with the public. And that's something that I want to continue to do. Um, I just want to serve them on a different level. Um, like I said, my, my dream job is to work in an occupational health type situation where I would be able to help make a difference in somebody else's loved one's life and not have to worry about, you know, the implications of everything else around me. I don't like, I don't thrive off of chaos. And I feel like some people do. And again, I, I don't pass judgment on people like that. It just, it's not for me. It, it's, it, I need a a level kind of playing field where I feel like it's secure, you know, nothing in life is like fully secure, but somewhere that I can grow, grow from the bottom up, which is what I've always done in my careers, especially when I was in food. I went from the bottom to the top, and then when I reached that glass ceiling, I knew that it was time to move on. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with moving on from any career that you have, as long as you find something that's going to fulfill you. Secondly, moving on from toxic situations in my life. Now, I've had a bunch of those, and there are people in my life that I choose not to talk to because it's not worth retreading and going back and trying to fix things. My thing is, if in the moment, either the moment you thought you could fix it, it would have been done in the past, but I don't believe in going backwards and rehashing the same memories. If you've ever betrayed me, and whether it was intentional or not, I don't I don't believe in going back. I believe in going forward. And if I don't feel that you are going to be a part of my life going forward, I'm not going to go back to that relationship and say, well, okay, hey, we can reform that. If there's room for improvement, yeah. If it's a small thing, yes. But if it's a broken promise, that's something to me that, that's a non-negotiable to me. I, I don't believe in that at all. You you basically betrayed my trust. You did things that, you know, you said you weren't going to do. So to me, I have to cut the cord. And it's sad because some people in my life have been in my life for 20 plus years and they knew me when I was a child. I need to learn to let go of those things. I forgave the person, persons, long time ago for what had happened but I'm not going to continue to go back to that same well where you're going to try to insinuate yourself in my life. That part of my life is over. Do I believe in fresh starts? Yes. But I also believe more so for myself, not having to have that negativity and having that feeding upon, you know, emotions. To me, that's not where you want to be in life. 
and it's not healthy and I feel like a lot of people go back into that 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 cycle that they can't get out of and they feel that that's okay and it's not okay at the end of the day you have to do what's best for you and your mental health and your physical health because that starts to really get into you know the nitty-gritty of your life it starts to affect your your actual health where you know you can't sleep at night You're, you're getting sick just the thought of having to deal with that person let it go cut the cord Ixnay, bye. That to me is first step, step of recovery. And, you know, going forward, you create a path in your life that is healthy. You know, journaling, you know, taking walks, dealing with nature, being with people that you know serve a purpose in your life. Going out and enjoying what you can with this new form of life that we have. I mean, granted, you still can't go out and, you know, party or whatever, but there are still small things you can do virtually, you know, have a movie night, but you don't need to have these people in your actual physical company because it's not 100% healthy at this point. And obviously can't have like large groups of people either. So that takes away from that, you know, bonding type situation that you want to have with people. But as long as we have the internet, we have our cell phones, we have FaceTime, we have all those things, we're okay where we can still continue the same type of communication we had. It's just a little bit different. Or even going to somebody's house and staying outside and, you know, talking to them through like a window or door. You have to keep that human element going. That's so important, especially now. Even with the vaccine here, we still have a long way to go. And I mean... We've gone through some dark times in the past, but I feel like this is probably the darkest one that I can remember as an adult. As a child, I remember like 9-11 and I remember like the wars and stuff and even the ongoing wars that we still have. I remember those existing, but I never remember there being a time where, you know, we as people felt hopeless like this. And, you know, that's not going to be forever. And we all know that. It's just that the life that we knew, we're probably never going to see again. We'll see a different form of that life. And, you know, we'll make the adjustments that we need to do in order to, you know, have what we need, you know, until we take our last breaths. And in all honesty, we don't know when that is either. And I'm not trying to be morbid, but with all the loss that we've had this year, it makes you realize how truly fragile life is in the hospital where I work especially a lot lately people have been coming in and you know they've been pregnant and some of those people don't bring home their babies and that's probably the saddest thing that I've had to like continuously hear over the last month and I feel like the stress of the virus and you know the isolation and various other things I'm sure there are environmentally involved and probably genetically these babies aren't being brought into this world and you know it just makes you realize that you know even if you're past that point in your pregnancy where you think it's like the safe zone nothing is promised to you and to come into somewhere with a baby bag and so excited that you're going to give birth and then to be told that you know the concern that you had 
about not feeling something or knowing something was off was true. I don't I don't even know how you could deal with that going forward. It's very, very hard to see that in anybody's family. As somebody who's suffered a loss myself but wasn't that far along, I know that you're always gonna blame yourself. You always think that, that you could have done something differently. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes you just can't stop what, you know, is meant to happen. But what you can do is, you know, seek solace in, you know, whatever you believe in. I believe in higher power. I believe in Buddha. I I am a Buddhist. So I believe in the peace of an aspect of, you know, when we do all eventually pass. We're going to go somewhere where it's peaceful, where there's love. And I like to think that, you know, all these people and these children and the unborn ones are going to somewhere where they're always going to be loved and that they'll feel you know something until the next time we see them i like to believe that's where my mother is i i mean i hope that's where she is yeah that's pretty much what my belief is on that without being like too super political about anything or like overly religious it's just a way of being that's what I like to believe. But in the future, I'd like to say that even if life continues to be twisty and turny for myself and others, that we learn that you have always had what you needed inside of you. Even when the self-doubt crept in, even when the failures started to happen, even when circumstances totally spun out of control, you had what it took to be what you need to be. Um, I've always been a quiet person. I always kept to myself. And this is the most speaking I've done in a a very long time. I speak in person. I, I try to be that helping hand. I always smile. I do the best that I can. But there are days, obviously, that I have my dark moments. And, I mean, we're all entitled to them. But being shy and then being able to put this on a social platform is a lot. Um, It took a lot of getting over the fear of, you know, people judging me and not thinking that I made any sense. And for me, especially somebody who has, like, a gazillion thoughts in my head daily... I try to condense them enough for 30 minutes. 30 minutes I cram, you know, your your belief, your your feeling of, you know, rediscovery. That's what this is all about for me. Rediscovering who I am and sharing that with you so that you can understand whatever you're going through is not for for any particular punishment or you know something that you feel you're doomed going forward absolutely not you're not doomed nobody's doomed going forward you're just you know going through your period going through your way of revitalizing whatever is going on in your life your season as they say most authors say your season and they're famous so i'm not famous i'm just i'm just tori is good enough um but 
as I've gone through life in this past year and learned so much about myself and, you know, learning to truly love the person that I've become, who I could say last year, last January, I definitely don't think that I felt any of those things. I felt lost. I felt like the world just was cruel and I wasn't ever going to get past the loss of my mother and that summer that I was stuck. But I have kind of gotten past it. I mean, I've more so accepted it this year than I have in the past. Do I still hate the holidays? Absolutely. I think that that's always going to be something that is ingrained in me because she loved the holidays. And without being a parent, I don't think that I really have to, you know, fake that I love the holidays. I can celebrate and, you know, continue traditions, but I'm never going to enjoy them fully like I did when she was still alive. And I mean, anybody who's lost a parent or lost a loved one, um, you know, after the holidays or even before the holidays, I think they would understand, you know, my whole stance on that. So no matter what, I'm going to try. I will try. I give myself that. I'm going to try. But that's about it. I, I don't make any promises that going forward, like, the holidays will ever be, like, holly jolly for me. And that's okay. That's my personal experience. And I don't push that on anybody else. I just retreat into myself, which is not always healthy. But it's something that I'm learning that, you know, you can share with others. You can talk it out. You don't just have to sit there and cry about yourself. I mean, there are people who are here to support me, you know, be there for me. Um, and learning throughout the months, you know, as I've gone on, you know, starting this, dealing with the pandemic, changing careers, you know, going through rough periods of my life of depression, being sick, um, my health, which has been, you know, up and down this year. I mean, my stomach has always been an issue, but I feel like I've taken on a lot more stress this year than I have in the past, which is all right. I mean, we're all adults here. I mean, I try the best I can to, you know, maneuver my life to what I expect it to be. And sometimes when it's not, it's okay. I mean, I've learned that you can't always save the things that you think you can. But the ones that you can, I mean, those are the ones that are worth fighting for. And I do that every day of my life. And... You know, I put one step in front of the other and put, you know, my legs in my pants just like everybody else does. Um, But being sick and, you know, letting my guard down and allowing people to help me uh, is not something that I'm used to. I mean, more so I've leaned on a lot of people that I work with more so now than I ever have. In the past, I would just allow myself to be sick and, you know, just deal with it. Now I'm learning that, you know, you have to ask for help. It's okay you can show the weak side of yourself and people are still going to appreciate you and still going to love you, still accept you. Um, especially the last couple of months has been really, really tough for me and my stomach. Um, but that's genetic. And at some point, you know, hopefully next year, that will be completely under control. But learning that I have to let control go and allow others to come into my life and help that was big for me this year and I'm very thankful for the people that I have in my life um, who are there for me Um, you know good bad indifferent ugly you know when I'm sobbing (laughs) Um, and I think 
think that that's helped me, you know, close and open a lot of chapters in my life. Next year, I hope to move into the career that I want to be in, to, you know, finally close the chapter fully on the whole food thing and, you know, those memories and, you know, feeling inadequate because I have for quite a while. And, you know, hearing when people talk about me, I don't always internalize it like I used to, but it still bothers me. Don't ever think that just because I was once in a place that that's where I'm going to be known for for the rest of my life. I have bosses in the past who have who know me, who understand that, you know, I've always tried to be better than what, you know, people give me credit for. And I still do. And I always will. Because I'm the person who decided that, you know, staying in that little mold wasn't good enough for me anymore. I needed to be able to break free of that, you know, do something more for myself. Think outside the box. And for people who don't do that, again, their opinion is their opinion. I can't change how you feel, but I'm also not going to be, you know, compartmentalized into that little box that you expect me to stay in. That's not me. It's never been me. And when I was given the ability to do that and to speak out and to speak for myself, I never felt better about, you know, what I become. I can sit there proudly and say that, you know, I've accomplished at least 75% of what I've wanted to accomplish this year. There's a good 25% that, you know, I'm going to get there at some point. But I've accomplished a good portion of my dreams this year. And that's something that I can look back on next year and say, see, last year at this point you were connect the dots. A lot of people can't say that. I think that... You know, educating myself on what I do, um, not just mental health advocacy, but also in like, you know, business aspects of things, understanding what those are all about and furthering my education to the point where I can, you know, hang with the big dogs, (laughs) Um, whoever they may be. I mean, I know enough people, but to get to the, the major point where I will be able to stand you know, in front of somebody and say, hey, this is what I've accomplished. This is what I've created. This is what I want to do next to make it, to bring it to the higher step of things. Being published um, on somebody else's blog was amazing. And being able to be interviewed on other people's podcasts just so that I can bring awareness to my cause. I can, you know, put my name out there and become whatever whatever the future holds. I can't really say what it does. I mean, I'm not a mind reader. I I don't hold a crystal ball. But I do know that the impact that I have right now, even if it's minimal, I'm proud of. So I got a gift for Christmas from somebody special to me. And um, I used it to buy a necklace um, from Alex and and it has wings. And... You know, that to me represents the growth I had. I gained wings so that I could fly. That's something that I didn't have last year. I was stunted and I was falling out of the nest like uh, like one of those those baby birds. I was afraid to be pushed because I was afraid I was gonna fall. 
this year, I was pushed out of the nest and I was able to fly. And to me, that is more powerful of a representation of who I am now than who I've ever been. And I hope going forward that I can continue to inspire people the way that I do and bring advocacy to a stigma that we all in some way suffer from, even if it's like small underlying. I want to always be that person that brings light. Um, That to me is what I was put on this earth to do. It's not something that, you know, I didn't embrace fully as somebody who has gone through it myself and still goes through it, you know, in in increments. I mean, I'm never going to have a perfectly, you know, anxiety-free life. That's just not in existence. But I know that, you know, I've been able to learn different forms of how to deal with anxiety and, and controlling it. And, you know, it doesn't, it's not as strong as it used to be. I still have my moments of shyness. I still have my moments when I completely go through my shutdown. And that's something that I have to learn to grow out of. As Gretty says, um, Tori speaks and now she has to speak like that, like she does with other people. And she's right, I do. I, I have to learn that I can't continue to hold myself back. I feel like sometimes I can be my own worst enemy. And I feel like a lot of people are. We hold ourselves back from success and other opportunities because we're afraid of what and if could happen if we succeed. Well, we can't be afraid of what's out there if you're not really exploring it. You can't stay in that same zone all the time. You have to be able to push through all the bullshit that you're going through and put the work in to get to that light that I speak of. The light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, you go through, it's like the train tracks. They're going to lead to somewhere, right? It's just a point of, you know, getting on the, the right caboose or getting off at the right station and learning that this is what you're made of. This is what you're meant to do. This is what you're meant to be. We all learn that when we're children, you know, we can dream as much as we want to, but you have to put the work in. As an adult, we learn that with the work not done, shadow work, whatever you have to do, you know, you know, cleansing of your chakras, you know, education, like I've said, rehabilitation of whatever you're going through. You learn that every aspect and every step that you take is what's going to lead you to the path that you you were either meant to do or it's going to be you know one of those off branches of something that you need to be you have to experience life for what it is no matter what the circumstances are in order to you know truly come into your own it's not so much as you know you have one bad job you have two bad jobs you have three bad jobs but the fourth one could be the one that you really wanted the one that propels you into your career and you wouldn't have known that if you'd given the three strike rule right? No, you wouldn't have. You wouldn't have pushed yourself to get to that higher point. Let's see. I've had, let's see how many jobs I've had. Uh, One, two, three. I think I've had five. I've had five jobs in my 
39 years almost 39 years and I have to say every one of them taught me something I took away you know a lot from any all of them and I'm still friends with the majority of the people that I worked with which I'm pretty proud of because you know a lot of people go through those periods of time where they're just like oh yeah we break off blah 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 you know you don't work together anymore you lose that connection I'm the type of person that keeps the connection, you know, whether it be through Facebook or you still text the person occasionally, check up on them, or just knowing like through a phone call or seeing them in like behind the mask, kind of knowing it's them. And you say, you know, it's great to see you again. And that's where I've also met a lot of my best friends. I have about four or five that I'm truly close to. And, you know, to me, that's important. And the ones that I've created families with because of, you know, not having a large family myself, I at least have that, you know, community with them. And to me, that's worth more than anything. That's worth more than gold in my eyes. And even if you truly believe that that's like, again, cliche for somebody who is an only child, not so much. Um, but in closing, um, I hope this year was, you know, a year that you chose to reflect on what goes on uh, around you, uh, in front of you, and behind you. But I hope that you also go forward in life knowing that this isn't forever. This is just the beginning of our new world that we're going to know, the new experiences that we're going to go through, you know, and slowly going back to you know, being able to socialize and being able to feel and, you know, no hugs again. Even if it's, you know, months from now, at least there's a promise of that on the horizon. And getting to have, you know, parties, even if or small get-togethers and, you know, seeing people without the mask because you probably don't really know them without it anymore. Um, feeling joy, feeling love, feeling appreciation. And truly just feeling the magic that exists in our world. Take care.